Are you talking shift? We are. It's time for the We're Talking Shift podcast. Now, now, now. Here to talk shift are your hosts, Lori Bischoff and Candace Parisi. We're talking shift. I'm Candace Parisi. Hi, I'm Lori Bischoff, and welcome to the We're Talking Shift podcast. Today, our guest is not Gary V, <laughs> but we are going to be talking a lot about him behind his back oh i love gary v gary vaynerchuk he's a successful entrepreneur right he's a social media maniac yeah he's an author right motivational speaker i love everything this guy says well and like a massive media company mogul i mean yeah yeah worldwide media company He's an extraordinary. I He's love this kid. Extremely successful entrepreneur. Yeah. That's an understatement. And the shit that comes out of his mouth is so extraordinary. It, some people don't like him because it's so rough. He curses a lot and he just tells it like it is. I remember the first time I came across this guy, I I was watching some show where he's being interviewed I'd never seen him before. And this is like a meek woman. You know, she's just like, so, dee, 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 dee. And he just comes out running. <laughs> like <laughs> just, a freight train. Yeah, just like he always does. And I had never seen him before. And he was just like, da, 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 da. And he was cursing in front of this woman. And I was like, I hate this guy. I'm never, ever going to listen to this guy again. And then I saw him like maybe like three months later. I'm um, surprised. I got to say, I got to cut you off for a second there. That surprises me that he, you know, was out there just totally being his his bold, you know, mm-hmm. rough around the edges self. And, uh, and you didn't like him at first. Yeah, I didn't like him. It's because she was clearly uncomfortable and he didn't care. Ah. And so he wasn't reading the room, I didn't feel. I didn't sure. feel like he was reading the room. I think that he was just, he speaks at you kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And he was didn't care. And it, I don't know. I, I, I tell it like it is, but I read the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he wasn't reading the room. And so then I saw him again, though, do a motivational speaker thing on YouTube or somewhere. And I just thought, Oh, man, everything this guy says is extraordinary. I really, really like it. And then uh, a year later, I'm I'm still watching this guy. And I said, hey, Lori, Mm -hmm. do you know this Gary Vaynerchuk? Right. And you said no. Yeah, no, I I had not um, been clued into that at all yet. And so I checked it out and I instantly was captivated. Yeah. And the very things that um, turned you off the first time you saw him were the exact things that I loved mm-hmm. because he was just totally authentic and he did not adjust himself. He doesn't adjust Mm-mm. himself for anyone. He's just who he is, which is what makes him so successful right so he doesn't uh he can read the room i'm sure he's quite capable of reading the room yeah but the interesting thing is he doesn't care yeah he's just being himself saying what he needs to say or you know what he feels is important to say um depending on you know what the who the audience is but the the beauty of him is that he's this uh perfect demonstration of how if you are bold enough mm-hmm. to be yourself mm-hmm. and speak your truth 
just be authentic, not trying to put on any airs, not trying to create a perception. Mm -mm. There's no creating perception there. There's just, this is me. This is my belief, right or wrong. This is how I do it. This is how I see it. This is what I have discovered works. Take it or leave it. That's, that is the beauty of it. And that's why he's so successful and has such a large following and probably just as large of a, of a group of people that, that do not like him right that are turned off by him but i i heard him say once uh something uh, along the lines of uh this is my personality do you want me to lie to you you know this is it this is who i am do you want me to put on a show for you i refuse to put on a show for you because i respect you this is exactly who i am take it or leave it and why doesn't everybody do that in life and i was like damn gary <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he makes you, uh, you know, if you can sit and be somebody that can take in what he's saying without um, without being afraid mm -hmm. of what that means for you, because sometimes it means we have to uh, call our own bullshit mm -hmm. and uh, people don't like to do that. So if you can take it, though, man, you can uh, you can really turn yourself in a new direction. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, I heard him also say once he said uh, somebody's like, you boast a lot. Like he's like, of course I do. I think I'm fucking great. <laughs> it's like, why is it so easy for people to think that they're not good enough like you can you could stand here and say i'm not good enough and people will be like oh i get it but if i tell you i'm awesome everybody's like oh slow down buddy mm -hmm. why is that yeah i want to be an example so that people feel like they can be more yes Yes, that's and that's the uh, I think people easily confuse that because if somebody is in this, you know, way of, that this person just said you're boasting, um, you know, he's full of self-confidence mm -hmm. and good reason. Yeah, what's wrong um, with that? He's boasting, but he's not boasting in the sense that I'm better than you. Mm -mm. It's to show you, like you said, this is what's possible <laughs> if you do your work. Well, he literally says, I'm better than most people. I work harder <laughs> than most people. Well, but, but it's context, though. <laughs> yeah, Be yeah. 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 Better. It is context. Yeah, I mean, it you is. You could easily take that the wrong sure. way. It's not a superiority complex. No. He's trying to motivate way. you. Right. He's trying to motivate you. Um, and he's trying to say, you know, it, the better is maybe I'm, I'm a better, harder worker. Mm -hmm. maybe I'm better at doing you know it's a skill right but everybody but it's a skill that you can all develop too yeah you can do this easy I just work harder than you that's what he says I just work harder than you that's the only thing do you have any uh Gary-isms I have a lot of them <laughs> I I do um I think that my uh I think God, there's so many favorites. But here's what I love. One of the things that he said that I have written down that, that I look at is um, there was uh, something I was watching and he said, I looked at myself in the mirror and this was a few years ago. He said, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said to myself, you are full of shit. <laughs> your mouth, because <laughs> he does have a mouth, right? Uh -huh. Your mouth is ahead of your actions. Get your shit together. Mm. Oh, and I was like, yep, 
I, I totally get that. And that's what I was kind of referenced that earlier when I said sometimes, you know, we got to look at ourselves in the mirror and call our own bullshit. And that's what he was saying he did. Now, uh, he was talking about two things there. One of them was the context of um, really taking action on his business. Right. And then he moved into also the same thing about taking action on his health. Ah. Yeah, he was talking about he was getting, um, he wasn't taking care of himself. He was eating like crap and mm-hmm. he was out of shape. And he thought, well, next year, next year, right. I'll start, um, you know, doing a program. Because he admits, I hate exercise. I don't want to be there. And then he said, he asked himself, again, looked in the mirror and, and called his bullshit and asked himself, why next year? Why not? Why not six months? From, how about six months from now? And then he, right. and then he asked himself the question, why six months from now? And then he, you know, he kept backing it up until he got to like next week. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I'll start Monday. Mm-hmm. And then he finally got to the point of, uh, how about now? Yeah. How, how about I start this now? Yes. Yeah. We human beings are procrastinators. We can say, oh, I'll start Monday, mm-hmm. especially something hard like working out. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not the it's not the favorite thing to do, especially at the beginning when it hurts and it sucks. Mm-hmm. But he shows up and and him saying that, you know, he decided to show up in the way that he was telling other people to do right. is a big deal. It makes his words more powerful. I think you've got to show up to your life in the way that you expect other people to. If you can't do it, then you shouldn't have, you shouldn't be telling other people to do it. Yeah. So there's there's the um, the perception that is created by so many out there putting themselves um, out there saying I'm the expert and this is what you should be doing. But yeah, sometimes those people that are giving you advice um, and that you're looking up to um, or that you're looking to for for guidance and approval and to say, yeah, d- definitely do it this way, do that. Sometimes you really need to look at exactly what's going on in their life. Take a peek behind the curtain. Are they actually doing the things that they um, are saying would be a good idea for you? Mm -hmm. Um, What's going on over there? Right, exactly. I have uh, a pretty good story about how I persevered. (laughs) and and decided to show up regardless of anything when I was uh thinking about going to college I I really 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 wanted to be an artist I love drawing I love painting I loved art I love Salvador Dali and I wanted to to be an artist and so um I decided to if I'm gonna go I'm gonna go big and so I found the very best school art school in the country and I decided to apply and they needed a portfolio and I spent time, a lot of time making this portfolio perfect. And I got a meeting with somebody and I walked in and I was super nervous because I really respected this person's feel, you know, what they were going to say. I knew this person from like their, who they were. Mm. Um, and they took uh, about 30 seconds with me. He looked at my portfolio, flipped through it, and said, you'll never go to the school. Ouch. Yeah. You're never going to go to the school. You're never, ever, you, this is not the, the life for you. You shouldn't be an artist. 
And I said, okay, great. Thank you so much. And I probably cried when I left. Yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't going to show his ass. Of course not. No. Of course not. <laughs> you can't break me. No, you can't break me. <laughs> and so I had a choice there. Um, I could have broken down into a billion pieces, but that's not my personality. Yeah. My personality is if you tell me no, mm. and then you've opened up a can. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that I succeed regardless of you. And I was a kid too, so it was a lot of ego involved. And so I went home and for a month, I made a brand new fucking portfolio and put all my time and energy into it and really made it perfect. I knew exactly what this guy wanted. I researched what he likes, everything. Wow. So I made this portfolio. I got a meeting with him. Uh, the same guy, uh, it was about two months later, he had no idea who I was. So it was so brief, he didn't even remember you. No, he didn't even look. Yeah, he looked me in the eye, told me I was terrible, and then yeah. told me to leave. Never gave you another thought. No, he never gave me another thought. And so I got another meeting with him, and <laughs> I walked into his office, new portfolio, handed him the portfolio. He looked at it, and he said, this is amazing. You're an amazing artist. Wow. He's like, I would love it very much if you came to the school. Let me show you around. And so he showed me around this fucking school. He entered like hours, introduced me to different teachers, uh, professors, talked about scholarships. And at the end of it, I had, you know, you know I had already decided I didn't want to go to the school on the day he told me that I couldn't go there. But I was doing this because... There was no way he was going to tell me I couldn't do something or one person was going to fuck with my dream. Uh-huh. And so at the end, he was like, OK, let's sign you up. I really he was hungry for it. And I said, I remember saying to him, I said, listen, a couple months ago, I came into your office and you looked me dead in the eye and told me I'd never be an artist. I said that. That's probably something you shouldn't tell a kid, first of all. You should probably work on how you speak to people. Mm-hmm. And because you, if, I wasn't, didn't, if I wasn't as strong as I am, that would have really fucked me up. Mm-hmm. So pay attention to that. And two, I don't want to go to your school. I just wanted to come back and for us to have this moment together. And, and, and of course, inside it was like, victory is mine. Right. Suck it. Yes. You know, <laughs> but that in life, that's the, the, and I didn't end up going to art school and we shook hands and it was a good, you know, ending. But uh, the, um, I, I think that that is the difference between somebody who, um, shows up or doesn't show up. I, I showed up for, you know, different reasons. I really wanted to prove something to myself. And right. to prove something to this guy that I respected. Yeah. And so there was that alternative. But I've used that in my life all the time for all sorts of much better reasons. I don't show up half-assed anything. I always bring 100% of myself. And if I commit to something, I go all in. And I think that that's what turns me on to Gary. And that's what turns me on to, you know, everything that he's up for in his life and and so that's what's interesting to me about that guy yeah he is relentless (laughs) and it's all about taking action yeah with him it is very i mean he also has i've heard him say and as i'm sure you have uh many times he uh uses his intuition Mm -hmm. to make decisions Mm -hmm. but he is an action machine 
he is right. working, he's working, he's working, and it, it's not hard for him because he loves it. He yeah. loves what he's doing. Um, but I think that, you know, the point of that is he's not saying, oh, you know, maybe I'll work on this next week. Maybe if, if there's something that he decides he wants, he just goes and goes and goes and goes until he makes it happen. And so that's part of, um, you know, that's, that is what is so motivating about listening to him and watching him and seeing the results. You can see what he's created. It's right there. It's, mm -hmm. it's not a mystery. Right. Um, there, there's no smoke and mirrors going on here. Um, so the, um, to watch somebody and listen to somebody that is really telling you, look, if you just keep at it, mm -hmm. don't, you know, enough with the excuses, look in the mirror, call BS when you see it, and just keep taking action. Don't give up. Don't just keep doing what you need to do. Don't procrastinate. Yeah. It's, it, it doesn't, not next year, not next mm -mm. month. Right now. Right now. Just right. go do it. Right now. And if it means something to you. Yeah, yeah. And if there's something that you're really trying to do, um, and, uh, you know, sometimes we got to bring people into our corner. Mm -hmm. So use your resources, you know, bring people into your corner. If you can, bring somebody in to help hold you accountable. If you know there's a weak spot, that you have a weak spot, and you're like, well, this is something that, you know, I fumble a lot. So bring somebody in to help right. you get through it. Do what you need to do. Yeah, but you got to be smart about it. You got to you got to be smart about who gives you advice and who you care about telling you mm -hmm. what they have to say. Are they happy? Right. You know, often he talks about, you know, is the person that's telling you what you should be doing with your life and telling you if you can or can't do something, are they happy? Only have people that you respect and that you care about and you see their happy life. Mhm. Mm you know, it's a bunch of unhappy people telling each other stuff, then it's just perpetuating unhappiness. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I think, you know, that's one of the reasons that, uh, you know, he's a working machine 15 mm -hmm. hours a day is because he's happy doing the work that he does. Yeah. He's not unhappy doing that. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to follow that advice and be motivated to be working like a maniac if you absolutely you know, are repelled by what you have to do every day. Yeah. So, you know, that's when it's time to start using up um, some of those extra hours to start looking for something that you are happy putting hard work and time and effort into. Yeah. Didn't you start working like when you were six months old? <laughs> yes. Yes. At six months, I was an early talker and I said, mom, <laughs> mom, can I please uh, go to the nursing home and work and hang out with the old people? Yeah. Cause I, I like grandpas and grandmas do you? so I, I do i do but i would but, like to boy, i would like to be a bagger at the grocery store mother <laughs> i want to be a contributing member of the family that's uh anyway so yeah, yeah i uh, i did start working i mean as a as a teenager of course um before you can drive uh, you're kind of limited mm -hmm. so for me you know the natural thing was babysitting so, right. you know, at like 12 and 13, you are at that age where you can start babysitting and earning money. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing that. And then my, my, um, did best you save your money or did you? 
Um, spend it. Some of it. Oh. I saved it in order to have enough to spend. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because if I wanted something extra, if I wanted, you know, clothes or mm-hmm. whatever, I uh, I needed to go buy them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so our lifestyle wasn't um, one that was conducive to me being able to go and buy whatever I wanted whenever I wanted. So if I wanted something extra, I needed to figure out a way to earn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we did that. Uh, I babysat. And then my girlfriend and I decided we would start a babysitting business. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So this would have <laughs> been like in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. So this was, there's no internet and there's no cell phones and all that. So what you did then was you made uh, those note cards with little tags with your home phone number on it that oh, you would yeah. stick on the bulletin boards in right. the grocery stores. Right. So we made a bunch of those and we put them up all over um, the gr- local grocery stores so that um, we could get business that way. Mm-hmm. So we had, uh, we built up a babysitting business and we had regular clients. We had our Wednesday wow. client, we had our Friday client, we had our, yeah, we had, we worked babysitting. And how old are you at this point? Like 12 and 13, oh, wow. 14. We did this Entrepreneurs. Up, we were, I was, mm. a, I was a very young entrepreneur. And then um, it came to an end that the babysitting business came to an end, of course, when we were old enough to drive. Right. Once you get a car mm. and you can drive. Babysitting is stupid. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, not You're, doing it. So yeah. we, we hung up our babysitting hats, but then I was I got jobs, so mm-hmm. I was working. I would work two and three jobs at a time wow. because I was uh, I was hungry. I loved working. I couldn't wait to get to work. Mm-hmm. I couldn't wait to see how many hours in a day I could work. I loved getting those paychecks so that I could start, you know, doing the things that I wanted to do and have in my life. Right. So I developed a great work ethic. So hard work. Um, I, if it's something that I'm loving, or even if it's not, if I commit to it and say I'm going to do it, I dive in and I'm, I'm like you. It's 100%. Yeah, it's 100%. I don't know why you would do it any other way. 50-50 people, that, right. that average right down the middle, I don't know if anything gets accomplished. I think that there it's it's wishy-washy. And and that's not for everybody, but I think that if it's the difference between running at something and just kind of meandering at it. I, I think that there's a lot of power. Mm. There's a lot of power in in being excited about what you're doing with your life. Absolutely. Yeah. I know. If I take a hard look at some of the things that I still have on my I would like to do this list, Mm -hmm. I can see the things where I'm like, okay, I'm not really, I'm not putting 100% in over here. Mm -hmm. And if I want to get that done, if I want to have that experience, I need to shift some of my focus over there and I need to ramp up a little bit and I need to get up to 100% because you're right, 50% gets you average. Right. 50% gives you average. And so it's in having big goals or even small goals and then just going after them. I have this giant goal. I want to walk the Pacific Crest Trail from beginning to end. So what it is, is you start in Mexico and you through hike for five months to Canada. It takes five months. It's 2,684 miles or something Mm -hmm. like this. And every day you just get up and like walk 40 miles. That's a big one. I know we've (laughs) talked about that before. Mm -hmm. Listen, I got all the books. I've been studying this shit for years. I know every place where I would have to hitchhike to get food. I know every city. I know everything about that. The whole trail. And every year, April comes up. 
And I'm like, this is the time I would start the Pacific Crest Trail. This is, I really want to do this. Mm-hmm. And then I look at the muscles in my legs and I say, not going to do it this year. <laughs> Maybe then I look next year. Yeah. Then I look at my big old booty and I say, nope, nope, big old booty, you ain't going anywhere. If I'm going to through hike the Pacific Crest Trail, I'm going to get to the end. And about 50% of people who do the Pacific Crest Trail do not. Um, make it only because they didn't they're not in physical shape okay so they didn't plan ahead they they didn't didn't condition themselves well enough before starting right and so now it's what no october October. this is the time november Yeah. (laughs) yeah this is the time to you know to to get to the gym if i'm gonna do it in april april's crawling up on me and so this is kind of like my one thing that i keep letting pass by year by year Mm -hmm. it's like my little like golden egg where i like go full force into everything else but you i have a gym across the fucking street from my house (laughs) that i have a membership to that's open 24 hours a day and has rock climbing and um, stair climbing equipment that would be perfect for training. And and how so how how is it? How, so I'm you, gonna start next month. Oh, you're gonna tell me how it is <laughs> <laughs> next yeah, month. Yeah, I'm gonna start. No, I'm gonna start next. I'm gonna start tomorrow. Okay. I'm gonna start tomorrow. Okay. And so it's it's later in the day right now, so we can. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies you and gentlemen. You heard it here. You heard it here. I'm gonna start tomorrow. Okay. And my goal is to get into shape enough so that I can walk the Pacific Crest Trail in April. All right. I'm gonna help All right. you with so this. So I'm being. I'm. I'm throwing it out there. I only usually tell you about it, but I want accountability, and I think that accountability is really important. It is important. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. Um, that's what, when I, I used to work out regularly in in the gym. I used you used to, to have big muscles, right? To, well, I mean, big is relative. Lean, so. <laughs> lean muscle. I had, I had, I had some. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but the, the point is, yes. You were you have bodybuilder muscles. Well, n- close, yeah, close. Like, like, okay. Point. Just stop. It's huge. <laughs> just stop. She was a giant. <laughs> I have never. I didn't even know this about She's you. Go a ahead. Giant little woman. So anyway, the point is, though, mm-hmm. um, I worked out with a trainer because mm-hmm. that was somebody that held me accountable. I knew that if I invested in um, in a gym and I invested in a trainer, that was my way of also investing in myself. I wasn't going to bail on that because I made I made a commitment mm-hmm. and I said I'd be there. I put money down and now I'm going to be there. So. It's too, it's easy for other things to come up and go, oh yeah, I can't quite make it today. But I was, once I got there, I loved it. I always loved being there and I was so glad. So to put that in place, some sort of form of accountability is so valuable and it'll get you, it'll help take you across the goal line. Yeah. Sometimes you can't be your own your cheerleader. Yeah. I mean, you can, but sometimes you need accountability to be outside of you. Right. Because, you know, are you really, are you going to get up at six o'clock in the morning every morning and go to the the fucking gym? Are you? Well, you will if you're accountable. You will if somebody is looking over. Sometimes you will or else you won't. Well, especially if you've paid money. Right. Maybe money is an incentive for you. If you put down money and if you don't go, you lose it. 
oh, that might some people don't like to lose that so mm. they're gonna go because they gotta get their money's worth that's true so, you know whatever the measure is you put in place something that's meaningful to you mm-hmm. that helps you make sure that you follow through on your commitment do that all right calm down do that just calm down i'll do it just calm down it's too late <laughs> I'm wired up now. I'm amped up. I'm going to be there tomorrow. You know what we're going to do right after this podcast? We're going to do some sit-ups. <laughs> That's right. Push-ups, sit-ups, good old-fashioned calisthenics. Uh, well, I don't know what that means, but I'm in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So is there anything else we want to praise Gary Vee about before we move on? Well, he's handsome. And he... Um, you know, I think that... Good taste in wine. Oh, yeah. He has a whole wine s- cellar, a wine store. That's how he started it's business, huge. Right? Yeah. yeah. And a wine club. I think it's a subscription club that you can get. Okay. Yeah, wine every month. And, uh, but yeah, man, I, I, whenever I need motivation for anything, like anything, it doesn't even matter if it's about business, about marketing, about social media, about whatever it is that he's talking about. If I just feel like I need to be motivated... I will turn on mm-hmm. something with Gary V's voice and it's over. I feel completely motivated because he comes on so strong yeah. and he's moving so fast that you're like, it, it, it does something to you. It rubs yeah. off on you. Yeah. It gets your, it's like a shot in the arm. Your adrenaline gets going. <laughs> yeah. I, I listen to him on road trips. I never get sleepy. Nope. <laughs> There's you know? no way you're I'm, falling asleep with this I'm guy. I'm ready to start pulling over <laughs> the side of the road and setting up shop and selling whatever's in my truck. <laughs> Because I'm that motivated. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Here, take my shoes. Yeah, I don't need these. I'm driving. <laughs> I love this guy. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely going to always um, utilize him. And I feel grateful that I came across him. And he's going to be loving to, to hear how much you're going to utilize him when we meet him someday. Yes. He's going to be. Shake his hand. I'm going to buy him a drink. Maybe some wine. (laughs) Maybe some wine. And I'm going to thank him. We're going to thank him. Yes. Good. We ready to talk about uh, Kelly from Australia? Oh, we have, uh, oh, Uh uh, next segment. Next segment, Dear Shift Doctors. Dear Shift Doctors. So people, they write in to us and... Right, with a question. With a question and any question about anything, and we are the shift doctors, and we're going to answer your question. So what do we got, Kelly? So, so Kelly said, dear shift doctors, I really want to start my own business. I love soap, and I want to make soap and sell it at the farmer's market. I've wanted to sell soap for years, and I just haven't done it. But everyone that I make it for at home and give to my family, they they just love it. So I really want to do this. I but I, I think it's because I'm not confident in my ability to be successful. Mm. So how how can I build up my confidence? Mm. Okay. Well, there's this guy named Gary V. <laughs> <laughs> number one, <laughs> and number two. I think that's a very common question. I think that people have passions and feel and gifts 
and purposes in their life. And there is an array of reasons why we don't go after them. And most of the time it's, we're afraid to be successful. We're afraid to fail. We're afraid to put money into something and, and then it not work out. But then what do you do? You Mm -hmm. just do your nine to five that you hate. You don't put your time into it. I think that it would be a great idea for you to sell your soap in the farmer's market, Kelly. It's a great place to start. Mm -hmm. And, And actually what I would invite you to do, Kelly, is take a minute and define what being successful looks like to you. Um, Mm. Let's get really clear on the goal. So if your goal is to be successful selling soap, um, what does that mean to you? What does that look like? What is, what is successful? Does it, is success, um, having just some really great sales at the farmer's market every weekend and enjoying that and and meeting people Mm -hmm. and, or is success to you, you know, ultimately having your soaps in boutiques across the country. So I would, um, start with sitting down and getting really clear on your definition of success. If you were able to take a first step here. And once you get clear on that, because it's just a starting point, Mm -hmm. you can always move the goalpost once you get to that first level and you, and, uh, see how the, see how it feels. Mm -hmm. And then if you are happy there and life is good, wonderful, you're successful. If you're happy with what you're doing, you're probably successful. Yeah. And then you can always move it. If you decide you want to go bigger, set the new goal. That's the new thing that's going to define your success and go there. But start with that and start at the farmer's market because that is a that is an easy, um, great first step into seeing how the, you know, the rest of the world is going to receive your your product. And almost everybody uses soap. So all you need to do is come up with some great branding and some amazing soap that smells great that you have a story behind. Mm -hmm. How are you going to expose yourself in all of it? What is what makes it uh, different than everybody else? What makes your soap special? And then just run with it. Yeah, enjoy it. And I think I think that's don't forget to enjoy it in your in your dash to success. Just keep enjoying what you're doing. I mean, in your letter, you said, I really love soap. So that's, I think that is awesome. Love what you do and just enjoy the process and, uh, and dive in. Because what do you have to lose? Yeah, you have nothing to lose. I will buy your soap, Kelly. I love soap. (laughs) There you go. Mm -hmm. Let's buy some of Kelly's soap and see what we think. We'll talk about it. Done. Send us some soap. Okay. We hope that helps. Kelly, let us know what ends up happening, please. Yes. And anybody else who has any questions who's listening and you want the shift doctors to help you navigate the answers, you would go to we'retalkingshiftpodcast.com and ask us your questions there. Perfect. So our shift gift takeaway today is... Try not to let people get in your way and do not, do not quit on yourself. Stop with the excuses. Yeah. You are your first and last line of defense. Perfect. So if you like what you heard, please uh, jump on over to the ratings section on iTunes and give us some stars give us your comments and feedbacks. We'd love to hear from you. And you can also check us out on patreon.com forward slash talking shift. 
And uh, we'd love for you to be part of our Give a Buck movement. So go over there and uh, see what it's all about. Yeah, and you can find us on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at We're Talking Shift Podcast. All right, everyone, go out and make some shift happen. You too, Gary V. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to desantisprod at gmail.com.